boba? I do. <laughs> I'm Asian out. <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. Welcome. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, as always, we go under the hood and cover some headlines. We attack each other with questions on Hot Lap. And uh, we're going to update you on the E36 M3 and status of that. Randy's pockets get even looser and continues. Yeah, yeah. it's like, his, who is this guy, right? <laughs> <yeah>. Two years <laughs> of cheap Continues his quest, yes, right? And yes. then uh, we're going to touch on a topic that's sort of been bothering me lately. The seller versus buyer in the used car market, specifically etiquette, right? What used is, car parts. Used car part market, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, so first, let's get it under the hood and i will kick that off with my first headline uh you know that mr rogers guy he's full of shit man what? neighbors fucking suck dude. okay and okay my neighbors are cool and i think you might have seen this already yeah. but on the jalopnik article yes um so the somebody complained about a guy granted he has 11 cars that are mostly not running sitting on it outside of his house someone complained that it was a bit of an eyesore. And according to the uh, city code, he is actually in violation. That's right. So, That's right. So they uh, in Troy, Michigan. Which is the neighboring city to where my parents live. Oh, yeah. what, what do you know about Troy? What can you tell us about Troy? It's um, upper middle class. Okay. Um, it's multi-ethnic, you could say, slightly. Okay. Uh, leaning. It's like OC. Leans okay. Asian, okay. if anything. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say it's it's got the bougie mall in it, so it's like the South Coast Plaza equivalent. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's it's up there in the upper middle class section. Yeah, I mean he he did have a lot of cars, but you can't even have you can't even have one car that's inoperable. Right, like, as per right, that law, like, right? And, and he it's he's like on his property, you know. It's not like they're on the street. Yes. And I thought that was crazy. First, I thought it's crazy that somebody would complain. Yes. But you know, you would you complain? I would not complain, but I'm a car guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas neighbors, I think my neighbor yeah. would complain if I had several junky cars on the street. On the, you know what I mean? Really? I think so. Really? I think they would. Why do you say that? Um, people don't care about our hobby the way we care about our hobby. Right. To them, it's just a piece of junk. Yes. You have literally a junkyard Uh, on your yard. And you're bringing down property values? Yes. yes. Does that really bring down property values? No, but that's just the belief that they have. Uh, I think because you can always easily clear it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see like maybe if someone's showing a house. Yes. You know, I could see that. But if you're not, if there's no open house or anything like. But if your neighbors uh, were showing their house. Yeah. They saw your lot full of like junky ass cars or like let's say you're trying to sell your house yeah and you had some hood hood rat type of uh homeowner situation yeah that would affect the perception of your neighborhood or your street right but then also it's kind of like in my head i'm like i i want them to be out there you know because i think I don't want I don't want people that wouldn't be cool with that moving mm-hmm. in with the name because my neighbors are cool. Yeah, you know, they're all cool. So I want to I wouldn't want to do that on them. One I'd probably put my cars out. there. Right. One of them's <laughs> extra cool. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's kind of it's it's I, I just thought this was insane. You know, granted, I will admit with 11 cards, it's a little extreme. Indeed. But if they're on your property, who gives a crap? Yeah. At least cover them. Yeah, I, I mean, right? They were, they are. I mean, I just don't get. I don't get what what they're hurting. You know, like or who they're hurting. It's, it's the eyesore game. Yeah, it's that whole thing. It just doesn't make sense. He had to a me, tire man. on top of the, like the roof of one of them, or on the hood. <laughs> so, and the, dude, the rust buckets. The, that guy's cars. Are oh rust yeah, buckets. yeah. I saw them. Like they're yeah. almost like all like old jeeps. Yes. Like yeah. and and. Yeah, I mean, not my cup of tea for sure. For sure. But still a little wild that, you know, the city has to get involved and now he has to get rid of them or fix them. Because it's a nice town. Yeah. That's. Yeah, you're probably right. Living. That's what it is. The, the few years I lived in Orange County, if I did anything remotely close to that. I mean, I got the uh, the uh, what is it? The uh, Homeowners Association. They sent a letter to the house that I was renting because we leave our left our garbage cans out after five the same day, dude. The Are you same serious? Day, man. They're like, 
this is a warning. After this, you will be issued a fine. Well, you were in and, college. Yeah, when I was in college, and we were just we were living in a in a house in a neighborhood, and just a bunch of bros, and uh, we just didn't bring them in. And, and we're in our head, we're like, okay, we're students, so some of us are housed home during the day. We could pull it in, but someone who's working nine to five, right? You know, like, or were they just singling us out because, because you're students, the, yeah, and minority? We're, we're the ruckus in the in the uh, right in the right, neighborhood right. for sure, huh? So, so yeah, that's I, yeah for sure in Orange County. I could see this happening. Yes, exactly, yeah, no doubt. That's no exactly doubt. my point. But next headline, Randy, hit us up with one. So a couple of or a Swedish guy brought a Crown Vic, purchased a Crown Vic. Okay, and this this story sounded familiar. I was like. Wait, the guest that we had, the Bushka brothers, yeah, did a Crown Vic swap, right? So this guy is in Sweden, so it's not here, yeah. But maybe the Bushka guys brothers know him. But nonetheless, he dropped a twenty-seven liter tank engine in a Crown Vic. What? With a goal, it's a V twelve, and his goal is two thousand five hundred horsepower. Are you <laughs> kidding me? wow yeah those swedes are they're cool man like they do some crazy crazy shit that is nuts he bought an old american cop car yeah from somebody and he found the engine he was looking at uh jet fighter like world war ii jet fighter engines to try to throw in there but they just were too big yeah so he went with a tank engine 27 liters damn v12 it fits. Oh no, he had to cut the firewall to get it to fit. That still fits in my. That that still <laughs> yeah. qualifies fits. You know. Yeah, barely, but yes, it does. Damn. Crazy man. Yes. That's nuts. It, like, how do you come up on those projects? You know, like, like how how do you just say, okay, I want to put a jet engine in a car. You almost, I almost want to ask the Bushka brothers. Is there like just some like such extreme boredom in that country because they're hibernating yeah that they come up with like the most like crazy ideas which is cool i mean or i mean they're you know that they're both engineers right you know maybe that's just the type of mind that exists out there Mm -hmm. where they're technical so they have to just find something to put that into right something fun and insane like a crazy crazy project but He's got it up. I I don't know if it's running yet, but it's an amazing endeavor. I would we, say. Yeah, we should probably stay pretty close to that. Yeah, I, he, I want, he, definitely want to see. He's the, got it in Instagram. So the end result. Yeah, very cool stuff, huh? Yeah, man. Anyways, next headline. Ah, uh, OJ Simpson wins again. You, I don't know if you saw this. The Ford but, Bronco. Uh, Ford decided that they were going to release their Bronco on OJ Simpson's birthday. Really? <laughs> I thought they pulled it back. <laughs> they did. So that was, then, the, that was the second piece, right? They, they pulled it back, and now they're saying that this was a complete coincidence and that there was no intention to release the Ford Bronco on O.J. Simpson's birthday. That's so hilarious. they're delaying the release. I say bullshit. <laughs> I say bullshit. They realize they fucked up in cancer culture, and, and they realize, okay, we need to reel this in because we're getting some bad promo on it. Were they this. getting bad promo on it? I mean, I thought it was generally positive. Like, it was kind of funny. Exactly. But then the family of uh, Nicole, Nicole Brown. Brown started getting involved. And, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And there's, there was some noise. And, you know, I mean, I would I would be very furious if I was them. You know, absolutely. So there is a, a you know portion of the community that I was like, what the hell, you know, Ford? What are you doing? You know, this is it's not OK. So they pulled back, but either 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 somebody at Ford is like trolling, yeah, right hell now, yes. yeah, hell or, yes. or they were all in on it, you know, for sure, man. There's no way that there was a complete coincidence that one day at a 365, what? that one day they choose <laughs> is OJ Simpson's fucking birthday, man. which was what 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 day is it supposed to be? The ninth, the ni- July ninth, July ninth. Yeah, July ninth. What day of the week is that? Do you know? I'm not sure. Actually, okay. I'm not sure what day of the week that is. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that dude. So, I thought it was so hilarious. Funny. I mean, like, I, see, I know OJ Simpson is a bad guy, and then you know that's all shit. You know, but let it, I'm separating the two. Right? Yes, I'm separating the two. It is kind of funny. Yes. that a major company like Ford. Yeah, would try to pull that shit. 
but for sure this is this was a scheme it wasn't a coincidence that's something i would do <laughs> <laughs> i would throw out there eh, July yeah. 9th seems like a good good date after july 4 people are feeling patriotic you yeah. know that's what that's what i would that's how i would spin it at my work <laughs> With people not knowing, fly. like I, I, they, I mean, if it was a complete coincidence, they should have left it July 9th. right? You know, right? Uh, but the but fact they that they walked it back, yeah, they, they chickened, chickened out, out. <laughs> hardcore, dude, <laughs> yeah. hardcore. Ford, you bitched out, man. They totally did. Oh man, totally but yeah, I thought did. that was a lot. I thought that was funny. So yeah, hopefully they sell white ones. They might. <laughs> But now we're moving on to the hot lap. Hot lap. The hot lap. Randy, hit us up. So the new Supra um, four cylinder got announced this week with the pricing. Okay. Were you aware of that? I was not. Forty three MSRP. Forty three thousand. Yes. You might as well get the the six cylinder. The six cylinder is fifty three, or no, it's eight thousand more, so fifty one. Oh my god! What? No way! Yeah, you N- think so? Oh yeah, I mean eight thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not a lot of money, mm-hmm. but if you got forty three thousand to spend, and let's be realistic, most people are financing it. Yes, if you're financing forty three, you can finance fifty three. Possibly, you know, you could even get that 10k as a down payment or 8k as a down payment do you think that that price is a good price point for it because it's slow uh, horsepower wise it's less than the type r yeah uh and it's still fairly priced against this six cylinder i would say okay with that eight thousand dollar difference so do you think that that's a good sweet spot 43 ish 44k Absolutely not. No, for the Absolutely four cylinder. Absolutely not. No. Especially with the eight six coming out, what, that's what, in the high twenties. What did we discuss? Mid thirties is what, I think what we discussed last time. I think time. we were talking about like high thirties, right? Okay, I'm thinking you know mid thirties for for what that that car is, right? Because um, it's a little better than an eight six. Yeah, but it's not the six cylinder Supra. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me at that price point, man. You don't I, like I it, don't. Huh? I don't know. Like, are you okay with the forty three? I mean, I th- well, I obviously I'm not gonna buy one, right? But, but if you I were, th- I think what they did. This is just all my opinion, so who knows? Yeah, is they kept it higher so that it can still have that premium echelon of pricing. So it's it's like BMW. It's still it's still a you know Z4. It's, right. It's, it's still, just a base Z4. Yes, because um, when the eight six comes out, there's going to be huge gap, a chasm of pricing. Yeah. There's nothing in the thirties, unless the eight six comes into the thirties at the highest trim. So, that's just my guess at what I think they attempted. <sighs> Man. I don't think it's worth it. I wouldn't no way. buy it. If I were, if I was re- getting ready to buy a Supra, I would get the six cylinder be- because you know, at mid thirties, mid to high thirties, it's an attractive car, mm-hmm. a four cylinder Supra. I'm like, okay, it's, yeah, it's a performance vehicle, it's a sports car. I'm gonna have fun, but I'm not gonna pay forty three thousand for a car that I can get that is a million times better as a six. As a six, yeah. And it only it's only eight thousand dollars more. Yeah, that's, you know it's the difference between an M three and M three competition. Right. You know, like right. it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um. But I I, I don't think they're gonna. I don't know. Well, I mean, they do the studies. Maybe they know that they're still gonna sell them. Right. Um. Like, there's a market that just can't make fifty three, but they're. Gung ho for forty three. I, mean, I would say I would be in that in that target range, close. I don't know. I don't know. I just would be more or I people mean, that are willing to like sacrifice and get the slower one, but just to be in the Supra. A Supra at forty three or a Type R at thirty six. For me, Type R. Yeah, it gives me so much of more of everything. A Supra at forty three or an RS at twenty four. RSs are are they twenty four now? Now they are. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You'd like thirty that twenty, thirty thousand miles. Okay. Um probably the RS. Yeah, see, like it's you can get so much more car. M two used or brand new um four cylinder Supra? M two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> easy, dude. Yeah. You can get two. 
Oh uh, well, M two is in the f- low forties when nah, it's used. You're right, yeah. like a low mileage. Yeah, one. yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going M two, man. Yeah, definitely going M two. Yes, and you get more horsepower in the M two because it's a six, right? Uh, yeah, it's a turbo six. Yeah, so A-line I mean, six. You're. you're and and there's so many examples of doing so much better with forty three thousand yes, dollars. A thousand percent agreed. So it's so strange that that's what they went with. They could have just done thirty nine nine. You know, they should have just went there. Yeah. Taking out take out the audio car audio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thirty nine nine. Give me a radio and and a Bluetooth, and that's it. Because that's what it should be, right? It should be a stripped down, lightweight, yeah, you know, version of the car. But man, that's it's frustrating. That's frustrating. Not that I was even gonna get one, but I'm like 43 Toyota. What the hell are you trying to do to me? You know, keep that Supra echelon. Maybe it's also BMW that's like, hey man, you can't be selling our shit super cheap. You know, like who knows? You have to keep it in line. It is a BMW, so they may maybe they have a say. Man, yep, craziness. Interesting. Yes. Next headline, John. Well, hot lap. I actually had a pretty simple question for you. Maybe we could even accomplish it today. What would it take to get you to do a burnout in the S2K so I could record it? I've never done a burnout. So what would it take? <laughs> not with these tires, not with the Michelins, but maybe with the other ones. Right. So all, that's not all much. Would... <laughs> <laughs> as long as you, you to show me how without me messing up my clutch. Okay. Not much. I mean, that's easy enough. Yeah, I already have a place in mind. Oh, really? Yeah, because I tried so, it. So you, <laughs> I kind of, tr- well, I kind of tried a donut near in a cul-de-sac in an industrial area. Okay. And obviously, I didn't. Su- I wasn't successful. because yeah. I've never really done it. Yeah. We but- should. Uh, we should take a trip for sure. I I did not know that the answer for that question was going to be that easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. It- it's if in a safe, regulated environment, no cars around, cul-de-sac, industrial. Right. Yeah. Huh. You know, I, I'm shrugging my shoulders. You We're going to go put down some train tracks. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I might put these wheels on this week and then do the tire swap next week. So, um, All right. Then then we need to set a date. We need to get do, on How it. far is the cul-de-sac? It's by my work. Well, you you always say it's three minutes from five here. Five minutes, so. okay. five miles, five miles from here. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. then easy peasy then. Yes. yes. Wait, by your work? Yeah. What if like your boss saw you? Oh, th- it's not within the view of. Oh, yeah. okay. Or okay. Well, there's other areas we could try. Do it. you have any superiors that you would be willing to do a burnout in front of? Not on on not on our work property. Uh, okay. But yes, I don't. I wouldn't care about something like that. Like outside of the work property, off of work property, I wouldn't really be opposed to them seeing me. Do you know what the ticket is for Mm-mm. something like that? Is it a ticket? Do they take your car? Nah, they can't take your car. I don't think they take the car. Yeah, it has to be a ticket. I wonder what ticket it would be though. Yeah, exhibition. I don't know. Maybe something silly like that. Yeah. yeah. But next hot lap, hit it up. Is hydrogen? As an energy source for cars, still a thing, you know. Like I feel like it's this, uh, it's like the redhead, the proverbial redheaded stepchild, yeah. of the efficiency green world, right? Because it's st- you still when we go to like you know uh, even SEMA or big uh, major auto shows, you'll still see hydrogen vehicles somewhere. Um. I think Toyota is still doing they it. They still sell the Mirai, yes. Um, well, they lease it, I should say. You can't own it. Right. And there's and every once in a while you hear of technol- people still working on that technology. Yeah. Toyota is like the only one left, I think. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know enough about hydrogen. Yeah. Maybe like right now it's not efficient, but they know that it will be more efficient in the future. Mm-hmm. I, but I mean, they've, they've. Or maybe they've invested too much money into the technology, so they don't want to let it go yet. Right. They still need to make some more money off of it to gain it all back. But, I mean, you're right. Like, with, with EV, where it's at, I just don't know what the hydrogen purpose is. Because it wasn't even on Elon Musk's radar. No. As no. a potential. No, I mean, because there is still, you know, the byproduct is water. Right. But there's still a byproduct, right? It's yes. not anything... You know, harmful. detrimental or yeah. harmful, harmful, but 
electric vehicles, I mean, aside from what it takes to make those batteries, it's not, there's no byproduct as you're using it. Right. right. It's just, you consume the electricity, you charge it, go back to your business. Yeah. Heat maybe. Yeah. Is, yeah. That's the only byproduct at the end of it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, with hydrogen. Yeah. Like I, it, we completely forgot about it. Almost. Yeah. I mean, it was huge for a while. Or post Prius that like, that was like the next big thing. Oh and yeah. Yeah. Electric was kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah. The right? battery technology wasn't there yet. Yeah. So people were talking about hydrogen fuel cells. Right. And that just never took off. Yeah. No. I mean, EV came and it just, I mean, with Tesla and these companies just really grabbing a hold and running with that. Mm-hmm. Even karma of the Fisker, Yes. You know, even though that that like everything is electric now, the M5 are plan plans to be electric. So I don't know what happened to the hydrogen thing. I, I think I'm I'm curious and I want to research right. the technology. I I mean, what I do know is it takes more energy to create the hydrogen fuel mm-hmm. than it does to get output of hydrogen fuel. Right. You need more energy in in order to generate to create it. So it's not efficient. So it's not efficient to yeah. generate to create the energy. Right. And compress it into a tank or whatever. Yeah, no. Or contain it or They're something. They're probably just holding effect. on to it cuz they've spent so much money on I it. I think that's what the case is for Toyota, but there's like where is there a hydrogen fill-up station? Do you even know or oh, see one? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's the main issue it seems like. Yeah. I mean, they need to like come up with like a, a Mister Fusion, where it's just gonna put trash in there, <laughs> right? And, right. And it turns right. into hydrogen. That's probably the only way. Whereas I, I like what's cool about EV. You can plug it into your wall in the garage. You don't even need a charging place. Right. Yeah. Your home is it. Yeah. So. And once we get the t- the Iron Man technology, you know, where yeah, the, in the, our the, chest, that yeah. power <laughs> in your chest right yes, there, just yeah. put that in the car. The arc. You're good to go uh, forever, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hydrogen. Goodbye. Rest in peace, hydrogen. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's, think it's coming back. We could be wrong. Maybe it is the next thing. You know, I don't know, but I, I just don't see it happening. Agreed. Oh, oh, next man. topic, John. Next topic: the E thirty six M three. Hmm. Has I've been furious on it. Actually, let me. Uh, let me. I actually. What I'm doing is I'm actually logging all the hours that I put into the car. Okay. So I'm using a a app called Toggle. Um and it's basically just like punching in and out like for work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then okay. it just tracks it tracks all your time and I'm pulling up a report here. So So you check you're punching in on the work, the car work. Yeah. And punching out when you're done. Yes. Yes. That is right even though I think let's see here thing needs to refresh or something but anyway i'm I'll, I'll have accurate numbers later on but i'm roughly at like 12 hours into the car at this point um a lot of that has to do with cleaning i've gone through at least four bottles of brake clean <laughs> and I, i'm gonna have head issues <laughs> oh really <laughs> no nah, that's not bad I, I stay in an open space and i wear a mask but like it's just you know scrubbing some of that stuff, some of those bolts. It's so annoying. Yeah, and like that's what's taking most of my time. Cleaning like the cleaning, the actual work. It's it's not that bad. So I mean, I took it all apart. I rebuilt the the Vanos. Uh, like I yeah. said, I would. That's been completely rebuilt. I reinstalled it, um, and I actually put on the valve cover with new gasket. Swapped the spark plugs. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other I, well, I took off the AC I already talked about that yep. um, and now it's a matter of pulling the oil filter housing I got to take off the entire intake manifold and I'm gonna I'm doing the heater core delete so I got to reroute some hoses um, and then put on the the new radiator and I'm pretty much done with the front after I pull the oil pan that's it yeah man I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm surprised actually i didn't think i would be this far already um i don't have too much more to go i mean there's just the welding and suspension components yeah then it's the suspension components the transmission right but i'm talking about just the front end is what i was mentioning but yeah after the front is done then it's complete suspension uh service of transmission then um then i'm done i'm driving it uh 
but you know obviously there's all the, the race car bits that start at that point yes so you know gutting the car putting seats in there putting a nice wing on their front lip or whatever mm-hmm. maybe do some creative livery who mm-hmm. knows if it's in the budget um but yeah so far so good um i did have a butt pucker moment <laughs> um so i i will admit i have never ever in my life used a torque wrench for spark plugs okay uh, i don't know if you have um i nope. always just do it by feel yeah tight hand tight it's yeah pretty good. hand tight do yeah. like another quarter turn or so right. but there are also crush washers and you can feel them right yes. on most of them um, but this time I have a digital torque wrench now. So I was using that everywhere as I'm putting stuff together. Um, so I'm putting my first spark plug in. And so I'm like kind of just torquing it slowly, trying to get a read of, of, uh, the torque that's coming. So then I, I'm hitting and it's going up, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, And then it slips 10, eight, and I'm pulling 10, eight. So you broke a bolt 10, eight. And I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Then I just messed this up, uh-huh. and I just kind of left it there. You thought like, you cross-threaded it? Oh, yeah, dude. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. I don't even oh, know. Oh, the to, spark plug. On the spark plug. Like, I don't even know how to fix this. Like, I, I'm going to have to look this up. I'm already thinking, like, did I did I ruin it? Is there even a way to fix this? It's called helicoil, yes. Yeah, I've never actually okay, a, sure. you know, dealt with this issue. Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck. So I just start working on the other ones, and... The second one, the same thing. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. You know what? Fuck it. At this point, if they're broken, they're bo- they're broken. So I start cranking it again. It turns out that I completely forgot about the damn crush washer when I was using the the torque wrench. Okay. I just didn't even think about it. Uh-huh. So what? As I was as I was torquing it down, the crush washer was giving way, and that's what's causing the variation oh. in the measurement. Okay. So once I crushed it enough, I was able to torque it exactly to, to the correct measurement. Okay. And it turned out that everything was fine. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah, man. That yeah, was, that would have been hell. Yeah. But I have another potential issue that came from the work that I was doing. Uh-huh. So on the intake cam, there's an oil baffle. It's a plastic baffle. Okay. And uh, as I'm putting it on, there's these little teeth on that damn baffle. And a little piece of tooth broke off and just falls into the engine. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm like, wait a second. Okay, like, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like scanning every little inch with a flashlight. Uh huh. I can't see anything. It's dude. still oily in there, I right? Must, yeah, yeah, I must have been. It must have been thirty minutes of me just searching. I gave up. Was this metal or plastic? Plastic. Okay. Plastic. So I mean, realistically. It's probably going to fall into the oil pan and going to come out in an oil change. It's not going to ruin anything. The oil pickup tube has a screen. And people have, for centuries, put uh, gaskets have brittled. Gaskets have come apart and fallen into sure the and and nothing has happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm banking on. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I it's mean, not gonna it, gouge out your cylinder. No, nah, it's plastic. At worst, if it gets stuck, it'll you know, melt. like on a lifter, it'll yeah. just crack. Right. You know, right. And, then, and I'm pulling the oil pan anyway, so I'll see if hopefully it's in there, and then I don't have to worry as much. Mm. But yeah, that kind of that kind of really pissed me off for a while. <laughs> Fucking stupid ass car. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it shouldn't be a big and shouldn't be a big deal. Nah, I think you're okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually about a third of the way through my list that I that I actually you know put together. Okay. Uh, my Excel list. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if you saw. There's still a ton of boxes with parts in them in my house. I put po- I posted that on our. Uh, no, on I didn't Instagram. Catch that. Yeah, I posted it on the story. It's I I literally it's a, a Christmas tree. Oh, nice. Like I built a Christmas tree uh, <laughs> and. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff. But I, as I was going through everything, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna be done a little sooner. Uh huh. Granted, everything has gone amazingly smooth. Okay. With the rebuild, the taking it apart. Mm-hmm. I even uh, improvised a tensioner tool because I didn't have one and I didn't want to wait a few days to get it done. And I was able to figure that out. Um, For your um, uh, 
belt tensioner for the belt tensioner yeah oh, yeah okay. that belt has to have tension in order to install the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. vano so mm. it uh so far everything has has worked flawlessly obviously the car hasn't been turned on yet so yes. you know it could be once i turn it on but it's minimal it what you're doing yeah generally i mean it's all seals it, and rings right. i mean it's, right. it'd be really hard to mess it up mm-hmm. i'm not taking the but i've also learned you know that there isn't a lot that isn't minimal Right. I mean, a lot of it is really just keeping track of what you're doing and where everything goes. Yeah. In reverse order. In reverse order. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure. Other than that, I mean, almost all of it is pretty simple. Yes. You know, like it's not. I mean, it's an older car. Obviously, things are a little more complicated now, but I'm uh, I'm learning a lot and I'm getting a lot more confident. Oh, that's good. But I also like when you talk about these Swedish guys, I think like, okay, at what I'm doing now, like how do you even get to that point? You know, <laughs> tank you, engine yeah, and a Crown Vic, you know, like is, yeah. is, is the next point, like putting a, a, a LSV8 in the, right. in the M3. Right. And then right. you catapult to something crazier. Yeah. But it's, it's, um, it's nice. It's, it's really coming together, you know, all the work, mm-hmm. all the effort. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm cleaning everything and it's, Man, it just sucks working on an old car. <laughs> it's a California car, so none yes. of the bolts are an issue. Yes. Right? In terms of coming off. Uh-huh. But that car is so damn dirty, man. Really? So damn dirty. You could tell that at one point it had significant leaks. They swapped the valve cover, um, and that's it. And then they didn't clean anything up. Nice. Yeah, like there's... Dude, they had like art. They had the sealant, like the gasket maker, uh-huh. in like the most random spots, or like they put it into the grooves of the gasket so that the gasket could stay in there. Oh, the co- the additional bond. The additional yeah, bond, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and it's uh, whoever did this last. This is job Super last. Super sloppy. Looks so sloppy. They didn't man. wipe off the excess. Oh you mean? no, That's what you're dude, no way. Like there was mm. all. There was even some on the engine cover, not the valve cover, the engine cover. Um, so like those are the little things that kind of, so I'm like there like with the scraper trying to clean everything up, but so far so good, you know, I've got a ton of footage, so hopefully we'll start posting it soon. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, I'm thinking this, this, this will be done a little sooner than expected. I'm trying to slow down the spending. So that might be one of the constraints. Yes. Uh, that prevent me from moving forward at a light speed, but, uh, but we'll see. It's, it's about the opportunities that come up um on on the used car you know part Parts. market yeah yes. dude those that's just probably gonna save me because i'm at, as of today or hurt you the way it hurt me or maybe yes because i'm at about i'm at thirty one hundred dollars uh-huh out of a five thousand dollar budget right now okay which leaves me with coilovers but i'm also selling a ton of parts yes um which takes us into our next topic yes randy the normally very very frugal motherfucker mo- yeah <laughs> yeah yeah cheap that, yeah very cheap yes. right is the part seller not the part buyer yes has made the jump to the other side i have so i bought there was an opportunity to buy used Vogue ce 28s okay that are staggered and fit my car specifically the offsets right and it was a good price yeah he was asking 16. Okay. And I was compelled to buy it before I knew the price. Yeah. And even more so after I saw that price. Okay. And then you give him 1800. <laughs> <laughs> so I show up and I try to do the John, like, you know, the, what John taught me, like, oh, how do I like try to yeah. not show interest and all that stuff or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, talk car talk. But the guy that was selling it sells parts, used parts on his Instagram. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's doing it. For he's a, a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure. So uh, I was like, you know, in- inspecting. I barely looked just like how with the S2000, <laughs> I barely looked at the wheels. <laughs> He had to call out a little bit of like mess up, uh, like a little bit of a, uh, you know, there's some it's discoloration. Some oh, okay. It's not rash. It's like the install of the tires kind of. Oh, okay. He's the crowbar, I think. Yeah. He had to show that to me. Yeah. Because I didn't even fucking notice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, would you do 14? He's like, no, man, I've got people lined up to buy this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, 16 it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. So yep, I hauled ass. I got lucky because he was the first. I was the first guy to re- inquire. Yeah. 
Um, that's why he entertained um, me coming and checking him out. Right. And so now I have Vokes. Nice. The day after I bought brand new tires on a different set of wheels. Yeah. And nobody's buying those wheels at the price I asked for with the new tires. Oh, you you listed them. I listed them. People laughed at me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. D- people don't care about the tires. Who laughed? Uh, like they, somebody on Craigslist laughed at me. They sent me an email like, "Dude, you got ripped off." I'm like, "No, asshole. These tires are worth nine hundred bucks, eight hundred bucks." Oh, okay. So I'm adding the rim price on top of that. Yeah, but no, not a not a single taker. So. <laughs> So that's funny. I know. So <laughs> I'll, I'll swap the tires onto the Vokes. Yeah. Put the old tires that are on the Vokes onto these stockies. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe sell them separately. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do used car tires sell well? Um, I use them as an incentive to sell the wheels. That's what I thought too. Um, which is weird because when you sell the wheels and the tires like already mounted. Mm hmm. People ignore the tires. Yes. But when you sell the wheels and then say, you know what? If you give me what I'm asking for, I'll even throw in four more tires. It seems to work. But you're saying that when you had tires on the wheels and you threw in an extra set of tires, right? No. Oh, you're saying... I'm saying that just the wheels. Unmounted. Yeah, unmounted. And then you say, I'll throw in the tires? Yeah, I'll throw in the tires. And it's like... You know, realistically, you're you're looking at mounting fees because they're not already mounted. But the s- buyer feels like he's coming up. You're not mm. getting four items. You're getting eight. <laughs> 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 you know, so I, 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 that's worked for me twice. Really? Yeah, that's worked for me twice. So that's how I sold my uh, RPF ones. And that's how I sold those shitty cast right. XS, XXRs. Oh yeah, there wasn't any tires on them. There at that weren't point. tires on them. Yeah, because it cost me money to mount them. Exactly, and that's right? what I want to avoid. Yeah, so I just don't. I just told the tire shop, I was like, no, don't mount them. It's fine. I'll, I'm just, I'll just take them like that. Um, you know, so you'll, you know, if I'll go with you if you need a truck to haul everything separately, they fit in the van. Oh, but okay. thank you, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it seems to work out better because most of the time people are looking out looking out for rims anyway. I think you're the only cheap fuck who wants the, <laughs> <laughs> the tires. Wants the tires already on yeah, the wheels. Yeah, decent tires yes. on the wheels. So yeah, yeah. I, I am that cheap fuck. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, man. But I have Vokes. Yeah, dude, that's dope, man. You have your, your Rolex. I have the Rolex. That we were talking about. very discounted price. Yeah, yeah. The wheel caps on them alone are, are worth about 300 bucks. Really? Yes. Why? Are they not made anymore? They're metal and they're not made anymore. Oh, so you better believe I'm selling them bitches. Really? And getting the plat. Somebody's gonna steal them. You think so? I do. And I do don't. Do people lo- still do that, dude? They're easy to just pop off. Ah oh, man. And if it's worth like three hundred bucks, I mean, I don't mind having fakies and saying I have the real ones at home or I had the real ones. I mean, is are they like? Do they flow? Or are they're still static images? Right? They're just they're metal. static. So metal. there's real no difference if you get the plastic ones or that uh, other than not being legit. That's not going to bother you. It doesn't bother me. Really? Man. Yeah. Because it's kind of like you're putting a like a like, like a, a, a Casio hand into a Rolex or a watch. Casio strap onto the <laughs> Rolex watch. Yes, <laughs> totally. Or go without with the wheel caps. Yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. And just get like, I, 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 you know, last time we went on a cruise, I lost one. Yes. Uh, and I've been waiting for the, the ones to come in. And every time I get in my car, it's the first thing I think about. Well, I have one missing on the prelude oh, and it dude. drives me nutty. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, well, man. it's the prelude, so I don't care. Yeah. I might just get some color matching caps for this that are far cheaper because you see how there's they're silver. I didn't like even in the photos when I saw the car. The, oh, the they're wheels. not the color of the wheel. No, look. Oh, that's. Yeah, so it's a little that's bit horrible. It's a. Little, it throws me off. That doesn't make any sense. To that's me. why I didn't like them. Yeah, and it, I mean, and it's gonna get you three hundred bucks. So yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's I would do it too. Exactly. If they were color matched, then I would probably think twice. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're a separate color, that just doesn't look good to me. Uh, dude, again in the photos when he posted it, I was like. Dude, what are those caps? 
Then I came to find out on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. 360 for brand new <laughs> I can't ones. can't believe you looked up those caps on eBay. I would have never thought to do that. Yeah. Because I, I'm looking to. <laughs> I mean, you know yeah, the game. You're yeah. looking to, to get your 1400. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some, yeah <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to get. And I'm selling all my Jordans. Oh, right really? Yes. Oh, all my shoes. Damn. They're already up. That's like the next stage. Like what else can I strip myself of to. um to feed the habit oh what so are you like stock xing them or whatever or? uh ebay. ebay they're all worn they're they've all been worn so are you getting stock- are you getting uh bids i got a bid for a set of really Jordan 4s. it's surprising like because i think i've talked about it before the clothes i i had a subscription subscription service for my clothes mm-hmm. and the clothes that i didn't like i would just list on ebay yeah 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 and it would sell yeah and i'm like who's buying this stuff you yeah. know like but you know, it's there's there's people for everything. You know, the last dance made Jordan's hot again. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes, it did. I was surprised. Yeah, I've been actually th- I've been actually tapping into different areas of my house too to like <laughs> for, like selling stuff. You want a guitar? You know, yeah, like, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, selling a guitar. You know, I, I have, might sell a guitar. I have four guitars. Yeah, I'm like maybe I'll get rid of two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've got a Wii that I never use. Uh, yeah, probably get a, you know forty, 40 bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, just because you do get addicted to selling stuff. It helps. It it oh big time the habit, big the time habit. yeah. I mean, if I haven't done the calculation yet, but I've got at least fifteen hundred dollars to deduct from the current expenses that I have. Mm-hmm on the e36 just on selling parts and things and you know i sold uh i sold my trim uh for the for the e92 the aluminum trim okay uh same guy wants to buy the exhaust Mm. uh so that's gonna happen this weekend some guy hit me up for the entire ac system that i pulled wow for the uh both fans and the radiator Okay. That he's trying to work on his own M3. Oh, um, so nice. I'm like, dude, like, yeah, you're take it all, you mm-hmm. know, like. So, uh, but prior to w- this week, I had some like the worst luck, man. Selling. Uh, selling. And I, this takes us into our next topic. Yeah, right? this and this is a good transition into our next topic. Uh, you know, the etiquette. Mm-hmm. So what I was encountering um, a lot of was, you know, people that were far away. Yes. Um, and then they wanted me to drive. Yes. Um, you know, I, and I kind of told them, I was like, look, you know, this is the price. If you come pick it up, if you want me to meet you somewhere, this is the price. Right. right? I do that. Like, I've done that. Yeah. There's, there's more, right. If you want me to drive, I don't mind. I've got some time, but it's going to be more. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I had two people that flaked. Did no showed or just they no showed? Oh motherfucker! Right, so I had one no show at, at the spot that I usually meet up with people. Okay. Then I had one no show in Riverside, downtown Riverside, where we went to go for our cruise. Mm-hmm. And then I had another no show in Costa Mesa. <sighs> motherfucker! And it's like agreed to, you know. And I had never had this experience before. Uh huh. Um. And and so I'm just at that point I'm like, okay, so I'm here. What's up? Fifteen minutes go by. I'm like, you know, fuck it, I'm done. The professor rule is in effect. Yes. You know, you indeed. just show up. I'm gone. 15. Yeah. Uh, but it happened three times. And I was like this. I'm over this. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not going to meet anyone out anymore. I don't care how much you're going to pay me. OK. I'm like if at my spot where I meet up with people and they don't show up. Fine. I, I'm a quick couple miles home. from home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anywhere else. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, you, you figure it out. Right. But then it got me thinking about etiquette. Right. Like, you know, like questions. We'll go question by question. The first question is, um, who is responsible for assigning the location, the seller or the buyer? I think it. I I think that whoever is more outspoken about location can drive that conversation. Really? Yes. And I think it's up to the seller. Technically, it depends on who wants the item more right. or who wants to get the money more. Right. Well, or who has right. the leverage? Who yeah. has the leverage, right? Yeah. You do you think the buyer has a leverage? It depends on the pro- item. If it's in like Uber Rare, like a Supreme shirt that just came out and right. there's only 50 of them in the world, yeah. you're going to get motherfuckers showing up at your doorstep if you're willing to let them show up at your doorstep. Right. They'll drive like 2 hours, 3 hours, 5 hours to get that shit, you know, or have it shipped, but nonetheless, I think that's that's what dictates the um 
meetup location. Right. Which I'll, uh, I was going to mention my hack for the meetup locations, right? Right. Which I told you. <laughs> yeah. So what I like to do is I look up where the, the person is. Right. Whether I'm the buyer or the seller. Yeah. I look where that person is from. Okay. I'll even go a little deeper than the the current uh, platform that we're selling it through. Yeah. Let's say I try to look him up on it, Facebook or right, even right. just a Google search on the guy right. or gal. And if they're um, kind of far yeah, and I want them to meet me closer to my house, I'll say I'm really far. Like, let's say <laughs> they're from L.A. and I'm here in your Belinda, O.C. Yeah. I'll say I'm from Riverside or Redlands right. and say, hey, can you meet up in O.C.? <laughs> <laughs> Shady as fuck. <laughs> hey, dude, it's worked for me, But that's man. when you're buying, right? Both. Either, oh, both buying either or. Yes. Okay. Depending on, again... If they're desperate to sell, then they will do it. If yeah. they're not that desperate to sell, they won't. They won't come out here. Yeah, and I'm never like, I mean, I I sort of was desperate to sell, obviously, because I went to Costa Mesa yes, and Riverside. Exactly. But th- exactly. But I'm, my- I realized that I'm not that desperate. You know, like sure. I'm not because I just I had never entertained the idea. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was like, you know what? I'm getting rid of so many things. Fine. Fuck it. Yes. But I'm going back to that. I think it's, you know, it's the buyer's responsibility to meet the seller wherever he is selling that part. You know, I mean, the seller can make concessions and meet them up halfway or you can scam them. You know, like yeah, you can try a- the my approach. Yeah. But typically, to your point, I've gone to the seller. Yeah. I always go to the seller. I mean, no matter how far. Yeah, you know, even if it's not high demand, it's just okay, and it it helps with negotiation. That if you're is telling, very true. If you're telling me to drive, yes. I'm no way I'm gonna have any wiggle room. You know, yeah. I'm I'm like I'm set on my on my price. Mm-hmm. But if you're meeting me at my house, I'm I'm a little happier. Yeah, you know? that's I'm, actually I'd be true. a little more willing to let twenty bucks, forty bucks go. As the seller, yes, that's very very true. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. What other <laughs> etiquette questions did you have? Um, in terms of um offers, right? Mm-hmm. Um I've noticed on OfferUp, everyone starts with an offer. Yes. It's not hello, it's not is it still available? The number is, and a question mark. Yeah, that's yes. it. You yeah. know, like and then you're just like, No, uh, that's not gonna work. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um is that the best way to do it, in your opinion, in terms of, you know, making that offer? Because uh, I feel like in-person is always better. I like your approach, which yeah. you've taught me, which was the in-person. Right. Because I did not counter the C 28s with the 1400 online. Right. I said, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. So then that gets me in my slot for getting them. Right. And then I tried, again, you know, to, to talk them down in person. I could have tried harder. I could have said... How 1500 yeah. yeah 15 1550 <laughs> yeah he might have slid the 50 bucks he my just way. backhanded you bah yeah <laughs> but i was like uh i bitched out <laughs> totally bitched out yeah. so yeah um i think by showing up you definitely get more leverage yeah for and, sure and uh as a seller you kind of are weakened because you're uh for me as a seller, I would be weakened because it's like face to face and I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. He's throwing lower numbers at me. And you know, your brain isn't always functioning fully Yeah, and you're not firm in your head. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're not in person. You're not firm. No, no, no no one's firm. No one's firm. firm. Money talks, man. Yes. Money, money yells really, really loudly. Yeah, When this guy's about to buy it, you're like, I just want the money. now. Yeah, for sure. So you're ready to walk for sure. I mean, it's it's hard to think that way. Yes. As a, as a buyer Mm -hmm. to remember how you felt as a seller. Yes. But that's exactly what you need to do. Yeah. But I bitched out. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good price, though. The yeah. Oh, for sure. Price. Yeah. No doubt. You yeah. didn't get hustled. No, I didn't. But yeah, I mean, maybe you got some, maybe even for just 40 bucks, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. But you're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I want them. Yes. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. the S2K. That's so funny. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> yeah. All right. The next question, lowballing, right? Yes. What is the etiquette for lowballing? Do you have a a percentage sort of that you mark that you have uh is it sort of depend on your mood like what according as the buyer to, or the seller for you as i as mean the buyer it's i mean to me those two are the same well yeah so like okay um 
for me, depending, I, I look at the street price of the item. Right. What have people been posting it for? Yeah. What is, feels like a realistically fair price. Yeah. Um, I got hose on these S2000 stock wheels cause I could have gone lower. Okay. Remember that. Um, but nonetheless, I try to look at what I think the street price should be uh-huh. and try to go at that or a little bit. Well, obviously a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, without sounding too low bali. Like I'm not going to offer a hundred bucks for these wheels. How much were, were, are, were they listed for? They were listed at six. I okay. talked, I asked for four seventy five, but he took it right away. Right. And they were scraped up pretty bad. Yeah. I could have gone to three, three fifty. Right. Re- realistically. And I should have, but I yeah. didn't. I bitched out. Yeah. 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 But at least I went down. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, I think, and that wasn't even a low ball. Four seventy five is not even a low ball really. Right. I don't think so. I don't think you know. I don't think like I like. Do you do you get offended when you get lowballed? No, it's, it's kind of just like that nah, doesn't work for me. Right? I know the game. Yeah, yeah, like when I'm seeing offer up lowball offers yeah. on like a you know an app. Yeah, yeah. I just I counter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just and counter. most of the time you don't get a fucking response. Yeah, at least yeah. say no. You right. know, at least say no. That's that's not where I'm at. That's right. Cool. You know. Yeah. But most of the time they just they won't even say anything, which I guess is fine. It's a no, but maybe I'd be willing to make you know the this is part of negotiation, right? Let's yes. let's meet somewhere. Yeah. But some people are not willing to take that take that anywhere. So right. You know I've 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 been getting a lot of lowball offers too. Oh yeah. Um, for, for your parts for parts, you know, like I have, you know, fog lights with with the the complete housing. OEM, uh, OEM. That's really it's difficult to find. What are those like seven hundred bucks? Uh, no, the no? the no, they're like probably like two fifty. Okay, uh, on the, and I'm, the and market. Yeah, and I'm pro- I'm selling them for one twenty, hoping to get you know. That's a good deal. Yeah, and then you know I'm getting offers for like forty <laughs> bucks, and I'm just like, okay, come on, dude. Like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm, right. I'm cool. Yeah, and but people are just n- they're not willing. But there's a lot of activity. So it's uh it's interesting um you know with with offer up because I stopped posting on Craigslist. You did, yeah. Like I just it's just there's no like you don't there's no hits you know yeah it's just it everyone's on offer up now yeah. So al- although I've never on Craigslist I always met a lot of cool people a lot of cool car people right okay on offer up I'm coming up a coming up on a lot of strange people. I don't know hmm. how to describe it, but they're, you know, sometimes I'm not sure that they even know the part that they're buying. Like maybe there's a lot of resellers on okay. on OfferUp, but, you know, they're, they'll like the guy that I sold the E92 trim to, mm-hmm. he was talking about an E90 that he owned. Okay. And I'm like, you know, the E92 is a coupe, right? You know, this is for a two door. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, but I crashed my E90, and and I'm just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? There, is there an E90? There is an E90. Okay, but it's a four door, so the trim is different. Right. And so I'm telling him like, man, this is not for a four door. I want I want you to know that. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's for my E92. But I'm like, okay, so you have an E92 and an E90? Yeah. Like, he's and then, and, and he's just kind of spazzing out. Mm. And I've had a lot of <laughs> I've had a lot of people like that that are very. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like it's like almost like they're afraid to go to stores and buy stuff, so they use OfferUp. Mm, maybe they, it's more accessible than Craig. Craigslist is kind of a, a little bit confusing to use. It is. Yeah, it's kind of very. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not appealing. Although you know, I prefer searching stuff on Craigslist way more than on OfferUp. I look. I look there, but it's. You're right. It's a dead. It's yeah. a dead. Pla- it's yeah. not dead, but it's, well, I. I mean, most of the listings that I put on Craigslist. They move really slowly. Eventually, mm. they move. They move slowly. But offer up is just quick, 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 quick. And you know, now being work from home, it's easy to meet people. Yes. at any time of the day. So, Indeed. so it's it's easy to get rid of things. But you know, kind of the responsibilities of of the seller versus buyer. I don't know. You know, there's anything that really set in stone. I don't even know that there's like this unwritten code yet. You know, not That's really. Kind of the wild west of it selling is. things. It is. You just show up all yeah. nervous. Kind of not nervous, but like. Am I gonna get jacked today or not? Or yeah, whatever, I do right? think about that too. Yeah, like, mm, like you know, you hear those stories, but it, I mean, it, it's rare that it happens. It is, I guess. fortunately, in yeah, knock but, on wood. But that's why I don't meet people at my house too. And I can make sure to meet some, meet them somewhere else, somewhere public. 
just in case something does happen. Um, how do you feel when you, or have you ever had this experience where you're selling something, you meet somebody, they check it out, they don't like it, so you go home uh, and no deal is made. Have you ever had that happen? I've, I was trying to sell an electric bike. Okay. I, I didn't prep the bike. I didn't even put air in the fucking tires. Okay. And the battery was dead. <laughs> wow. Like a dumbass. So it's just a regular bike at that point. <laughs> yes. A heavy one at that. It's yeah, 50 yeah. pounds because oh, of the battery damn. and the motor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was the stupidest mistake I ever made. And so you didn't sell it. Obviously, the guy kids. Well, like, that eh. was more your fault. Yes. You know, because I've had situations where like everything is perfect. And I've, the most frustrating thing, I sold a, uh, a standing desk. I was selling a standing desk. And uh, I described everything to the guy. I'm like, yeah, you, you put it on top of a desk. Yes. And you raise it and, you know, everything is everything is good that way. And you just stand to work and then you can put it up and down. We get to uh, the meeting spot and he's like manipulating the thing on the truck. And he's like, is this as high as it goes? I'm like, yeah, it's, it goes on top of your desk. So you, want, you don't need me to be higher. I'm way taller than you. You don't need it to be higher than this. And so he puts it on the ground and it's almost like he's not even listening to me. And he's like, uh, and he's got it. And it's like up to like a really a little bit above his knees. And he's like, this is really low. I'm like, I, I told you what it's for. I'm like, so I put it on the, on the tail of the, of the truck and I'm like, look <laughs> at me. And I'm like mimicking a keyboard uh-huh. and like showing him. I'm like, look, this is how you use it. And, and he's you- like, he's like, oh, well, this is for my wife who's in a wheelchair and she needs to be able to roll up to a desk. And I'm like, so you want you want a desk that is that is on the ground but moves all the way up <laughs> to standing. And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I need. Does this do that?" I'm like, "No, man. Like I I've t- <laughs> How many more times do I need to tell you like this is not this doesn't do that. You put this on a desk and then it goes up and you can work standing and you go down and you can work sitting. It's uh-huh. that easy. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't need to, you know, that's the stuff that frustrates me because mm. it's, it's almost like they're not reading my text. And I know that the people who actually are work in retail, like actually own their own business selling stuff, go through way worse stuff than I'm what sure. I'm going through. I'm sure. But that, that for me, like when you waste my time that way, and that's why I make an effort to not show up with a flat, tire bike you know when you know just so that they have something they can use and test and stuff right. but at the same time it's like bro like i told you i'm i was very upfront about what this was and now you come here and you're telling coming at me with this bullshit like you haven't read my text right that drives me nuts man mm. that drives me nuts but the just like buying parts which is really really fun. Mm-hmm. Selling stuff is really really fun too. It can it feels good to like yeah. lighten your, you know, pile of shit that you have at your house. Oh, for sure, man. Basically, yeah, like it's and it's stuff that you would otherwise throw away. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that. But it's worth something to somebody, even if it's twenty bucks here, you know, forty bucks there. Yeah, it'll help. You know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm keeping track of everything, and I'm like, no, this is good. I, I'm I'm almost like, you know what, like. You could probably turn a profit buying like a Junker S2K or E36 that doesn't run Parting and just pulling stuff par- pulling stuff off and selling it. Yeah, that's actually very, very true. I, I, I don't know how much money would go in the disposal of the chassis. Uh, I'd probably have to figure that out. But considering I have a truck, I could probably just tow it somewhere. Mm, uh, just leave it in the desert? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's a third world style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm thinking like I just, you know, scrap metal. Right. You know, or junkyard, right, right, right. have them press it. But I don't know how much that costs or if they even pay. Maybe they pay you for it. Yeah. You know, that that might be an option. Uh, But we'll, well, let's get through this project first, because even mm. pulling stuff apart is is tedious. Indeed. You know, it's it, it's definitely a lot of work, but you know, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, again, the, the the buying and selling of stuff to help fund it makes it feel better it uh, i'm gonna be honest it uh it relieves me of the guilt yes. of buying the, the all the new parts that i'm buying yes but it's not offsetting it completely absolutely <clears throat> but absolutely. It, do, it does make the situation a little and that's better. why i'm compelled to do things like sell my jordan sell a guitar i might even sell my nintendo you okay. know like I don't use this shit. So we're going full build on the S2K. Well, I'm I'm trying to throw as much as I can at, at funding it. Okay. To uh, to not feel guilty. Okay. 
Right. So yeah. that's and it took a, having a car like this for me to be that way. Right. Truthfully. Yeah. So this is the real me. Me as the, the pre, just the prelude owner. Yeah. That's not the real me. I just did not. I don't give a fuck about that car. Oh, uh, so you're just posing. You're, you're flexing. <laughs> Well, flexing I was doing what, as good as I could with the prelude. Yeah. Uh, OK. But I knew the platform just was not a. So whenever I was saying, oh, you should put a lip on here and you're like, oh, yeah, maybe you were just bullshitting me. No, I, I mean, I was always I always look at it, but it just isn't worth it to the for me right. uh, on the prelude. So this one's going to get like a kid, a wing. I think about it. Yeah. I think about where I would go. I just don't know what I'm in love with yet. Hard top. No, you don't like the hard top. I like it, but that's not what I bought this car for. I bought it to be the California Cruiser, which is. Oh, drop top. your drop top. Mm hmm. Yeah. I've it's, had I've had hard top cars all my life. Why would I undo the the convertible component of my convertible? You know what I mean? Let's let's end our episode with this. Sure. Like it's uh it's almost instant that things feel weird when there's two cars in a convertible with the top down. And two we guys, you mean? Two guys. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, and and, and <laughs> we we joke about it. Yes. You know, Franco yeah. was renting your car with you. Yeah. And you know. I was driving when we were cruising and I'm mm-hmm. looking in my rear view mirror and like, look at these guys. <laughs> <laughs> two, yeah. yeah. Two not so tall Asian yeah. dudes. <laughs> and an S2000. Like, yeah, I know we've talked about this before, but like what, like we were taught that it isn't, it isn't that it, I, I don't know that, you know, that that's the, that shouldn't be the interpretation of that. You know, it's That's a dope true. car yeah. and it's just two dudes, but maybe it's just you guys are so close together. Right. Like, I don't know what it is, but cause you guys keep joking about it. But this time I actually, you know, I was, I was, I was literally like just looking it. at the rear mirror and I'm like, <laughs> look at these guys. <laughs> I'm like, Oh man, this, this just doesn't, for some reason it just doesn't look right. Yeah. Agreed. Like I, it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's a yeah. so, social and thing. And it's it, it, but like everybody sort of feels the same way, yes. right? I mean, everybody I've talked about this is usually guys. So you know, it, drop top Jeep. Would you consider it the same thing? Mm, less, no, right? Or not at le, all, le, right? Uh, I don't open like open air Jeep. No, right? It nah. doesn't have the same flair. No, not really. Right? I, I just feel like for some reason. The the two guys in a convertible with the top down is almost really close like the two guys on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like for some reason, I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's the Miata effect of how they treated that car back in the day. Probably. It was supposed to be for. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, man, I need to shake that off. Like that that's not that I'm never gonna get in that car with you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but then, you know, I started thinking like, these are the things that were taught. And, and I was thinking about this in the garage, like as I'm working and stuff. And then, um, out of nowhere, I'm like, man, I I could really go for a beer. Okay. And I couldn't figure out, like it tasted delicious. I couldn't figure out if doing hard work made me feel like wanting a beer. I haven't craved a beer in, you know, like six months. Okay. Um, or if I was taught that a guy mm. in a garage working on his car drinks the beer. Mm. And so my brain is telling me this is what's going to taste good. Do this at that moment. Like, have we been conditioned by like, you know, TV shows and all thing and to and think a, two guys in a convertible is <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Or that a beer is the refreshing thing to do after a hard I, day's work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the garage. But I mean, for me, it's like, that's what you do while you're working. Mm. You know, like that's kind of how I always saw it. And so I'm like drinking my beer and I'm like, man, it's delicious. Uh huh. And it's not like it's it. I just don't drink beer that often. Right. But uh, but that just felt right. Hmm. So I'm like, man, this isn't me just wanting a beer. This is something that it's like, what what is Externally it? Externally influenced. Or yeah. Something, Pavlov's or? dog. Right. Or whatever. Right. You know, where right, you're right. conditioned to react to certain, you know, stimuli uh, in a certain way. I think the the convertible thing probably that was done because of yeah yeah I mean it's 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 kind of the same thing you're sort of taught that and just drilled and totally your brain. taught that I think so but what I'm getting at is and I'm probably getting a refrigerator in the garage oh you are <laughs> <laughs> well a mini so, fridge won't kill you yeah that's that's exact they actually sell mini fridges that look like toolboxes okay so I think and and they have a Bluetooth speaker on top. Mm. 
and a little table. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one of those. And you just need it to hold what six beers at yeah, most. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just get a tiny little one that yeah, you can even those. sit on the on the workbench. Uh, but I'll probably have something on the floor. Coca Cola makes really small ones for cans. Yeah, that'll fit like but six they're all Coca Cola branded. Yes, they are. Yeah, so the, the, there are other companies that that put do some, uh, like team stuff. I might get like you know like a Dodgers something or BMW I don't know. M Sport. Yeah, probably not. I already to, got to match already, the 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 <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I had the shoes and the and the banner. I already have a banner. So okay, okay. I can't really overdo too much. it. Yeah, it's too much, man. It's too much. The shoe, I have them on too. Yeah, yeah. The, the horsepower shoes. Yes, exactly. So yeah, actually, yeah. There's uh, uh we went on a cruise and uh. Randy and uh, Franco, a guy that was kicking us with kicking with us, uh, or actually our videographer, um, noticed my shoes. So mm-hmm. I actually have BMW Pumas that have M Power on the back. And what was the comment he made? He said, "How much horsepower does that add?" <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I think you guys roasted me for like an hour straight. Uh, and, yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I forget exactly what was said, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. And I even acknowledge it. I'm like, it's probably one of my douchiest purchases. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they are the most comfortable shoes I own, which sucks because I only wear them when I drive the M3. <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. You can't, I mean, like you if can't I can't walk out I of a Colorado yeah, exactly, wearing like, Kia, shoes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, what the hell? This guy doesn't even have that car. You Kia, know? the Kia would have been bad. If I had Kia shoes, no. If you wore <laughs> them while, oh, driving, while the driving the Kia, the Kia and you yeah, got out of no. the Kia, it feels it feels wrong. That would be super bad. Yeah, for sure. Right, Dude, that's <laughs> so many rules broken at that point. Indeed. Indeed. But that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, and follow us on Instagram at 91octane. Uh, we also have a TikTok at 91octane and if you'd like to send us any messages info at 91octane.com any last words randy if anybody has any questions or wants to email us we'll answer them on this uh, oh for sure about anything i mean you know whatever what we like to drink you know whatever sex positions i can answer anything or buying and selling car parts (laughs) or car related (laughs) stuff i guess yeah sure sure. whatever have a good night